guys, welcome to the second episode of Apple Allo Talks. Um, I'd like to introduce myself again if it's your first time tuning in. I'm Florence. I'm a Malaysian working in Singapore. And thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it uh, for those who have tuned in the first episode. But I would appreciate it even more if you gave me feedback about how I did previously. Um, before I start... I would just like to wish everyone Selamat Hari Raya Haji to those who are celebrating. Sorry that this episode came out later than I intended to. I thought of doing this like on a weekly basis every Friday. And I do have a lot of things that I want to share, but um, it requires a lot of structuring and planning actually. Um, so today's episode is thanks to one of my high school friends who reached out to me and suggested the topic. So what my high school friend suggested was talking about being an expat in Singapore. I am actually not really qualified to talk about this since I've not stayed here long enough. But a short summary would be that we are very similar, as in we as in Malaysia and Singapore are very similar, but we are also very different. But let's not dive into that because I feel that it'll be quite controversial. Yeah, so my friend suggested I talk about adapting to living alone. So for those who don't know, I started living in Singapore since November last year. So yeah, I moved here in the middle of a pandemic. I'd like to apologize if there's a bit of background noise because it's coming from my neighbor who's watching TV. But yeah, so have I considered um, living alone? Why did I uh, move to Singapore? Um, like where do I start? So growing up, I studied locally. I didn't have the chance to study overseas or go to another state to study like um, most of my friends have. And I also didn't have the chance to work abroad during my earlier years of work because um, most of my friends, they went abroad because uh, there are actually more opportunities and more exposure. But I stayed back because I have my own reasons. Um, up until today, I don't plan to be abroad in the long term. I still plan to go home and... That's mainly because I want to take care of my parents. And I guess um, not everybody feels this way. But this is my personal choice. Because like, some people, um, their thoughts are, why are you letting your parents hold you back in your life? For me, I guess, um, since like my parents have been taking care of me since I'm young. So I thought, my thought process is like when they grow old, I want to be there for them. I want to take care of them because they have already provided me so much when I grow up. Yeah, I guess hmm, coming back to the topic of why did I even consider living alone? I guess I went to a point where I felt like I needed my own space to do whatever I wanted to. I felt like there was too many people at home. I couldn't do what I wanted to. I guess you must be thinking like, why don't you just move out then? Wouldn't that solve all your problems? But I guess in the Chinese culture, 
renting or getting your own place may seem like a taboo somehow. It feels like, oh, yeah, opposing your parents or you want to do funny stuff. That's why you, you move out of your house. Yeah, so like for us, people don't usually move out of the house unless like we get married or or we move overseas or to outstation for work or studies. But let me know what you think. Maybe maybe I could be wrong. So I tried to apply for a job in the UK and I left my previous job while waiting for the interview results to come back. But um, the job did not materialize due to the pandemic. So I was basically jobless for half a year. But I gave a try applying to Singapore and surprisingly, I got the job offer. So I decided to take it. And for me, right, I think I'm very lucky because I do have friends living in Singapore and I do have a sister living in Singapore. So when I moved here, I stayed with her. Uh, at that time, she was still renting a place, so I stayed in her room. And luckily, because I have visited her a few times, I know who her housemates are and they are all very accommodating. But I actually felt really bad, really pisy to be there. I just felt like I was leeching off my sister and her housemates. Uh, and also I was like sort of like disrupting her personal space and her daily routine. So I felt like I had to find a room as soon as possible. But it wasn't easy. Like, I actually started looking for a room even uh, a month before. Like, when I knew that I, I am moving to Singapore, I started looking for a room online. But it was really hard. So, uh, before I moved to Singapore, I thought, okay, uh, it's easier to, like, move to Singapore first and look for a place to stay. Because, like, all the place that I search for and look up gets taken up very fast. So... It's easier to come here and look for the room. So in Singapore, it's very common to look for rooms on Property Guru or um, Facebook Marketplace. But I think the difficult part is finding a suitable one according to my budget and like whether can cook, is it with owner, are there many restrictions. That, that part was actually very hard. I think I took like one or two months. So when I first moved here, I spent most of my weekends um, house viewing. So like most of them look good online, right? But actually when you go and uh, view the room, it's actually very old and really run down. Yeah, so there were many instances like that. Or it's um, with owner and then there's many restrictions or agent fees are involved. So um, there was this once where I viewed a room. I didn't rent that room, but... I'm lucky to have met a nice guy. He's an agent, but he was renting out his own personal unit. So he said, like, um, tips for room viewing is to make sure to air, to ask about every small detail before um, you sign the lease agreement. So even if you think, like, oh, it's ridiculous to ask this question, for example, like, uh, cleaning up or, like, visitors... Or cooking like what type of food can you cook what type of food you cannot cook can boil water or not and getting it all in the tenancy agreement yeah 
like so uh, mainly to avoid any disputes when you when you move out uh. like even if you don't rent directly from the owner itself and you are renting it from the master tenant it's better to have an agreement like on day one so that at least you when you move out the time there's something to be something solid there as evidence and there are no disagreements like if any there are any disagreements you can work it out based on the based on the paper based on the agreement that you have drafted on the first day when you moved in so i finally found a room and i was very lucky because at that time it was below the market rate and i I rent a room, so I don't exactly live alone, but I live together with other housemates who happen to be Malaysians. So I chose to look for a room alone and not stay with my friends because like, I've heard many horror stories about people who uh, moved to Singapore as friends, but they were no longer friends like after staying together. So yeah, you you might be you might be good friends, but you really don't know like the habits of your how your friend is really like until you move in and stay together with your friend. So, um, going back to here, staying with strangers is actually easier because like uh, you're not happy, then you, you don't really have to care about their feelings because like friendship is not really involved. So, yeah, I guess um, when it comes to living alone here i'm so used to staying with my own family members but uh i now stay with like different different people like housemates so it's more of like having to adapt to them again and they have to adapt to my habits as well such as like for example um using the toilet or like how you clean your house how often you clean your house how you do your laundry or even whether you'll boil the water for the next person and whether you throw away the rubbish every night. I guess all these habits are like trained by my mom since I was young. So I guess I need to like understand that not everyone is brought up the same way. And I think it's like most importantly is like try to give and take and be a considerate housemate. Lah. That's what I learned so far in my eight months of staying here. Like so far I'm okay staying here. In terms of like doing the house chores, like laundry, mopping the floor, sweeping the floor, um I do do that back at home so it's not too bad. But there are times when I dread especially like folding clean laundry or or like hanging the laundry or taking down the laundry because like at home if you are lazy to do all this then like your your mom will help you do it right but here like nobody's gonna help you do that so yeah no choice or have to do it yourself or but you really have your own space to do whatever you want like you wanna work out you wanna watch movie as long as you can you want to go out you want to come back at whatever time you want to but um yeah you have that freedom to do that but to be honest most of the time it's actually just spend like blazing on my bed lah, staying alone yeah maybe it's because like i came at a time where i'm much older i did I, I came alone i didn't come with like 
any friends and at this age I find it harder to make friends because I find it harder to like open up to people like I guess I'm a very pessimistic person like I've, I kind of doubt like what people's intentions are and it's also in the middle of a pandemic so I feel like more kiasi to go out la. I haven't really been out actually so I haven't really like got to try new things and get to know new people but I guess I really need to work on that so let's talk about the cons I think one of the cons is actually having to pay rent like for all your life right you don't even have to pay rent for your parents maybe like at most is like when you started work then you decided to pay pocket money to your parents like if you're lucky then you you your parents will tell you that oh they don't need your pocket money but for me i gave pocket money to my parents but not monthly rental so i guess this differs according to individual like uh how much you want to give your parents it's a it's a personal choice and there's like no right or wrong in terms of amount but more of like what what you can give at that moment so yeah and yeah i guess the another con is like buying like having to spend money buying every single thing like from your groceries from uh toilet roll cleaning cleaning tools in the kitchen like your pots and pans like last time you can just like leave off your parents for that yeah so when i talk about groceries um it comes to food yeah i never thought that i would would actually like miss malaysian food so much and like my mom's cooking like even though uh singapore is just next to malaysia the food is really really different so luckily i can find a place that allows me to cook so i get to try cooking out malaysian recipes i search online or i call my mom and ask her how to cook this how to cook that and i guess that's what brought us closer together so some of the things that i have learned how to cook is like uh, malaysian style makute and all kinds of soup that my mom cook like baked beans like how she does it and yeah i think oh and the most recent one which i found pretty memorable was trying out how to cook gong fu chao yeah so i was thinking right like if i move to a country next to malaysia and i'm already struggling with like adapting to the food here imagine me moving to a western country like how am i going to adapt oh my god yeah one thing that i really enjoy here is like grocery shopping i feel like there's more variety that i can choose from and something that i cannot deny is actually like um the power of the currency here i guess it depends uh where you're moving to let me just give you a simple example like for example like a pack of twisties or chipster would cost like one to two dollars here a a same packet of um, potato chips from the uk will will cost three to four dollars here if you're comparing it to back home right back in malaysia like the same pack of twisties or chipsters will probably cost like 
one to three ringgit and that very same bag of potato chips from the UK will probably cost like eight to eleven ringgit. So yeah, so which one would you rather buy? Of course the UK potato chips, right? Yeah. So cannot deny that fact. But yeah, I've been really enjoying grocery shopping here and trying out like different varieties of uh for example like oatmeal or like cereal and that's about it I guess. And yeah I guess you really have to learn how to be independent and take care of yourself. Like initially when you come here you you need to like uh, get your employment pass settled, you have to open a bank account by yourself, and you have to look for a room by yourself, I, I, I guess that's the hard part initially, and it's easier if you have family or friends around, because like, during the first month, you need to spend a lot of money, like buying furniture, paying for your first month deposit, your first month at once rental, so yeah, it's better to be able to have someone to uh lend you money and you return it after getting your first salary yeah i think i covered most of the parts that i wanted to talk about like um so this is how i am coping with living alone so far on some days i do feel uh lonely but i find that uh staying connected to friends and family helps a lot especially like staying connected to people who can relate people who also live alone uh for example like um, sharing about recipes on what we cook and how our day went living alone i think that really helps a lot and compared to living back home and living alone i I do agree that it has helped a lot with my mental health and I do have a better relationship with my parents now. Maybe like absence uh makes the heart grow fonder, I guess. Um I guess that's about it. So if you have listened until now, I'll just like to say thank you for tuning in today and I really appreciate your time for uh, listening to the very end. Do feel free to drop me a message if you have any further questions on anything that I have missed out or if you have any suggestions on what should I talk about next or if you have any feedback for me in this episode. Yeah, so I hope you guys are well. Um, I hope you are taking care of yourself and also keeping your family safe, uh, finding a way to cope in this pandemic. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.